Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Yes! Here we go. Follow the money. Polly Howard, Matt Humans in from Mitch Moss. Props, trends coming out of our ears today. A lot to get to. Mike Palm, VP of Circa, VSIN host in the final hour. We'll talk soccer with Nigel Seeley coming up. Mike North, the legend in Chicago. A lot going on with the Bears. We bring them on in the Bulls with that performance last night. It's been a great story, and they get run out at home by the Nets. But uh, still a lot to go over with Chicago and the Bulls. And we'll talk to Jiggy Jack. He won the booby prize. He hit 30% ATS this year in the NFL and won $100,000. So we'll talk to him coming up. we got a lot of news, NFL trends, props, good stuff from Point Spread Weekly. And in an hour, when you have a gift... And you're a legend. You must share it with the people. And Matt Eumann certainly is that. And fast food, French fry power ratings coming up. I'm looking forward to that. Plus a Taco Bell update, too. How you doing? Pretty good, man. How about you? Good. Hanging in. Fired up today. I'm, I'm excited for these games. And, I am uh, excited. Yep. Super wild card weekend, I think, is a great deal. You got two games on Saturday, three Sunday, and I love the addition of the Monday night game, which I think is great for betters and bookmakers. Uh, more, more playoff games. The means something is always good for this business, and uh, that's why I was in favor of the expanded playoffs. I don't think the postseason's mm-hmm. watered down. Uh, I think ex- expansion has helped the baseball playoffs too, and uh, yeah. NFL NFL was probably overdue in making this move. So, of, of all the teams that got to draw this weekend, in the uh, six games, the Raiders got the toughest draw. Uh, the Raiders had to play Sunday night, and they have to hit the road to play Saturday afternoon. And uh, it's going to be a, a tough assignment at Cincinnati, even though the Bengals have dropped seven straight wild card games, Paul. And they <laughs> haven't won a playoff game since uh, I think you were in high school. 19, yeah. In 19, where were you in 1991? Superior, Wisconsin, the armpit of the world. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. It was, I yeah. went, my parents forced me to go to a Catholic school for two years. And the first one of the first wow. days I showed up in blue jeans and an, remember the rock group Anthrax? Oh, oh no, they sent you straight home. I had they you sent go me home, straight home. Clothes, you go you got to take that shirt clothes. off. I go, you, I can't blue, you can't wear blue jeans. I got the Anthrax shirt on. Wow. I go, what am I walking into here? It's ridiculous. That's why your parents sent you to Catholic high school. <laughs> That's right. That yeah. And that was the end of that. Sure. That, where were you in nineteen? <laughs> uh, I was a sophomore at Purdue University. Really? Yeah, sophomore okay. in college. Oh, my God. That's been a long time for the Bengals, certainly. And the Raiders haven't won a playoff game 
since 2002. I was concerned when they also uh, tweaked with the playoff format that we we're going to get some bad teams in here. Well, early it's early on, but it hasn't been the case. I guess that Bears team wasn't that good last year that got in there, but still it hasn't oh, been yeah. a problem for me uh, in the two years. But mm-hmm. uh, digging into some of these games, the Dallas-San Francisco game is so intriguing, and it, no, it's going to be a monster handle. They all will be. But Dallas, a short home favorite, and this is just a fact, whether it's a corporate, uh, corporate spectacle of the rich and connected, I don't know what it is. There has been zero home field advantage since they uh, unveiled Jerry's World and went into that brand new stadium. And it's been a problem for a while now, too. Uh, disaster ATS, you have some numbers coming up on that to support your case. We mentioned the 3-6 the thing yesterday, which will uh, continue to pound in the ground as well coming up and how well the dogs have done in this round going back. But is Williams going to play? Uh, how, does Garoppolo turn the ball over? Again, they closed winners seven of their last nine. One of the losses, the Thursday game that Garoppolo game, gave away. It's a great matchup. They have so many weapons. They, they beat you up. They're physical. Can Dallas slow down the rushing attack? They are num- Dallas is number one in takeaways. They're number one in interceptions. But if Garoppolo turns it over, maybe uh, Dak can light them up, but it's going to be a hell of a game on Sunday. Yeah, you're right, and uh, it's a big if with Jimmy G. Uh, hopefully, for my interest, Jimmy G does not turn the ball over, and that if will he throw an interception is no. You know, I thought he played a pretty good game, all things considered, against the Rams on Sunday. They, they fell in that mm-hmm. 17-0 hole. He's got the right thumb injury. I thought he had some issues with passing accuracy early in the game. But, man, in the second half of that game, he was on point, especially on that last drive to take uh, offense basically 85 yards with no timeouts and 127 uh, was pretty impressive. There's no question, and I know at some point this season there was a debate probably with uh, Kyle Shanahan in his mind, who's a better quarterback to lead this team? Is it Trey Lance or Jimmy G? There's no question at this point it's Jimmy G. Even with the bad thumb, he's the top option. But the Niners are so effective at running the ball, Paul, and I think that's uh, – here's the thing. When Debo Samuel and George Kittle are in this offense and those guys miss some time, it's a totally different offense. And the Niners are so effective running it, I think they're going to give the Dallas defense a lot of problems uh, this weekend because you can run on the Cowboys. Uh, you can throw on them too. And – but the key is the running game. And that, that's why the 49ers, I think, are such a tough matchup for the Cowboys in this spot. Plus, the Cowboys probably uh, opened a little bit too high in the betting market in this game. A lot of times when they have a really impressive performance, I feel like the uh, the numbers get inflated on the Cowboys. They blew out the Eagles Saturday night in the game. The Philly played yep. a bunch of backups. The Cowboys have looked really impressive in two of their last three games. They blew out Washington, blew out Philly. But in between there, they had a home loss to the Cardinals, where the offense looked really ragged and Dak Prescott was not very sharp. I think that might be the Cowboys team that shows up again this week against the 49ers. Now, from a betting – Sorry, but I I think it's important to get heat on them and and, and apply pressure. Yeah. Because I could see them having a big game against that suspect San Francisco secondary. But uh, your point is well taken about the Dak and the offense has been in a slump, and I throw out what happened Saturday – because the Eagles uh, uh, sat everybody. But uh, you also made a great point that it could be a classic pros versus Joes game. I think it could be because this number opened, I'm going to say as high as four, maybe even a little bit higher in a couple markets. But the, basically I'm going to say the number opened four. It came down to three quickly. I think Adam Chernoff is going to be on the show tomorrow, grab four with the 49ers. I felt like from the beginning, I don't like to say uh, squares versus sharps, but I think this is a uh, this is a 
pros versus Joes type of game where the betting public is still impressed with the Cowboys and that offense. And Dallas being at home, weighing three, you're going to say that's a cheap price on the Cowboys. Uh, but the pros wow. are taking three or took a better number on the 49ers here. I think the uh, I think the dog is the right side. I could be wrong about that. But I liked the Niners last week against the Rams, and I like them this week at Dallas. I think you have to factor in the playoff history, too. As I said at the top, they have three three playoff wins since 95. Disaster ATS. The the one win against Seattle, they didn't cover. Seattle came in through the back door. That was a good game, right? Uh, And actually, the Seahawks, I I thought, kind of got screwed by the officials uh in that game and probably should have won it. Paul, there are two situations where the Cowboys have been great to bet against. Thanksgiving and in the playoffs. I think they're 1-10 ATS in their last 11 Thanksgiving games. And how about this? The downward spiral in Dallas in the postseason. Ugh. Cowboys 3-10 and 10 straight up and against the spread in the playoffs since 1997. That includes a 1-6 and six mark as favorites. Cowboys haven't won a divisional playoff game since 95. The last year they won a Super Bowl. And uh, Barry Switzer, the last head coach the Cowboys had in the Super Bowl. How about that? They've had seven head coaches since. Dak Prescott, one and two straight up in the playoffs. Tony Romo did not have a Hall of Fame career. Paul, and uh, what did he win? One play? What did Romo win? One One or two? One or two playoff games as a Cowboys quarterback. He beat the Eagles, I think. That's it. Just beat the Eagles. Uh, That was it. Great job with the crew. 97, as uh, my mistake on that going back. How about the news yesterday as well? We're going to have another weather game to start Sunday. Could favor the dog here with the Eagles. 70% 70% chance of rain in Tampa and 20-mile-per-hour winds in Tampa, most passing attempts on the year. Mm-hmm. And that's what Brady loves to do, although they're getting healthy. Everyone's coming back. Fournette, Bernard, uh, although Jones is doubtful. They're also getting David back, too. So a shot in the arm for the Bucks. But maybe, you know, the, it's hard to run against Tampa Bay, but certainly you're going to have some bad conditions here with wind and rain and hurt the passing team. Yeah, you got an Eagles offense that runs for about 158 yards per game. A Tampa Bay defense that allows, I think, 92 rushing yards per game. And the Tampa Bay D, I think, should win that struggle, on the, the power struggle on the ground. Uh, but like you said, uh, the weather could impact this game. And we saw the number moving from 8.5 to 9. It looked like it was going to 9.5. I really didn't think it was going to get to 10. But it's come down. It's 8.5 across the board now. And I think the uh, Eagles are getting a little bit more respect in the betting market. I do think for people who play teasers, yeah. the Buccaneers are the number one candidate for a teaser this week. You knock the Bucks down to two and a half, I think that's the way you have to play it. Mm-hmm. I was looking at this too, and it, everything magnified one mistake. You could be going home. I was shocked looking at the football outsiders' rankings with special teams. Mm-hmm. There are some bad special teams here, playoff teams. Well documented, we know Green Bay has the worst special teams. Tampa's 27th. The 49ers, horrible. Remember, they had issues against uh, Seattle, the fake punt for a touchdown, the Vikings return to kickoff, San Francisco 26th, Tennessee 22nd, Raiders 21st, Arizona 20th, Bills 19th, even the Patriots 18th. Uh, the Colts blocked a punt against yeah. them. In re- so that was uh, surprising out of a Belichick coach team. Mm-hmm. So close game, tight in the second half, it's tough to watch for. That I w- I'm shocked at how many bad teams we have with, from a special team standpoint here that, that are playoff teams, and that could decide a game. Yeah, it could. Uh, obviously, it's very difficult to handicap that. That's kind of like an intangible that you, you can't predict. 
When I when I think about handicapping special teams, a lot of times you look at the kickers. Who are the most reliable? That's kickers. another good one. Yeah. You know, Justin Tucker, who's the best kicker on the planet, is not in the playoffs. Daniel Carlson of the Raiders has not missed a kick at home in two years, but the Raiders are on the road. Yeah. Uh, so it's very difficult to handicap that. And like you said, a lot of these, it almost negates itself because all these teams, most of these teams are so bad in the special teams area. First hour of Follow the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Win, lose coming up next. You won't believe what happened last night in the NBA. And some incredible dog video straight ahead. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Thanks to the staff and also on Twitter, Romo, two playoff wins. I forgot he beat Matt Stafford. Of course. I can forget about that. So two playoff wins for Romo. Uh, win some. Coyotes beat the Maple Leafs last night, plus 265. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. Shots on goal, 46-18. But you get, I used to do that a lot in high school. You get a goalie who stands on his head and plays out of his mind. That was all conference, man. I mean, you know that that's going to happen. And uh, Arizona shocks Toronto last night. The dogs were barking in the association. They went 8-1 last night. Heat on the money line. Rockets plus 330. Kings plus 145 beat the Lakers. Cavs plus 170 routed the Jazz. The Hornets plus 175 thumped the Sixers. They had lost 16 in a row against the 76ers and got the win. Uh, Celtics 
even money. Yeah, that was that. that one they point dog. Games. One yeah. point dog. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, so that was wild what happened. And then the Magic didn't win, but they covered as well against Washington. Bruins three dollars up to three seventy. They took out Montreal, no problem. More on that game in a second. Tulane money line three to one beat Wichita. NC State money line plus two thirty. They were catching six. They routed Louisville on the road. What happened there? Yeah, that's a bad Cardinals team. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah. All right. Subscribe. That's, uh, that's also a, a conference revenge rematch situation. And uh, I, I thought this in the preseason, this Louisville team really stinks, and it, that's turned out to be true. Okay. Excellent. Uh, by the way, get ready. The Penguins play tonight. They're in Los Angeles. Dollar forty on the money line in the first period. 10-0-1 run. Subscribe. Be part of the team. Vsin.com. Our radio and podcast friends as well. Oh. Great videos today. Let's start with something on Instagram. Are you serious? Look at this. The dog recycling. And the dog went out and was was picking up garbage. And they said, every time you bring back a bottle, we'll give you a treat. And, and you realize how smart he is. Okay, I know the game. And look at look what he did. Cleaning up the neighborhood. Everything stacked up there. That's awesome. <laughs> how good is that? Yeah, train some people oh, to do that. Yes. Good, call, good dog, call. Dogs are better than people in a lot of cases. That's yes. A, this dog is awesome. Right. That is awesome. I can't believe that. That was awesome on Instagram. This Look at this. It came out. I think my uh, I, I let my dog out to play with the llamas for the first time, and he did this. Jumps right up there. <laughs> Give me a ride, huh? Come on. Look at that. He knows what to do. Jumps up there from the get-go. <laughs> I can't believe that. First of all, who's, who's got llamas in their backyard? Huh? I don't know. That's right. I let him, Well, then you would let him out to play. Who knows how that's going to go, right? And he jumps right up like they're good friends. Uh, mountain lion video. Look at this with the Oh, my Ooh, God. Yeah. Scratching where the cat's staring at him. He's breathing. He breathes on the window on the glass. Oh, man. Looking at that cat like an appetizer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, wow. That is some, that's a wild video right there. The cat's looking back about a little help. I don't know. This is a, I'm a little freaked out here. But the cat looks around and says, enough of this. I don't, I mean, that is incredible video. Just walks right. Look at that in your backyard. And ever since we got the trampoline, she spends more time on it than the kids. Look at a big, big girl jumping up on there. Got the front porch on the dog. The bulldog. Is that a French bulldog? Or English. I think it's English. English bulldog. Yeah. That's great. Very good. <laughs> One lose some. Did you see this abomination, the Mara press conference? Yes. Giants organization announcing the firing of Judge and moving forward, what they're going to do. No follow-up questions were allowed. He also said, you know, my family has no influence over personnel decision. It's not a problem. Then you look at everyone, every everyone on the board, the last name is Tish or Mara. Uh, when you look at it as well, uh, Mara was asked if this is the most embarrassed he's been. I would say yes, it is. I kept thinking during the season we'd hit rock bottom. Then each week it got a little worse. It did get a little worse, and then there was a Joe Judge press conference made everything worse. Yes. Right? Yes. One lose some. Maybe I'll give this a shot. Uh, this was on Twitter from people who were traveling in the media. Georgia fans barking at baggage claims in Indianapolis. And I would say celebrating the win against Alabama, walking around barking. And they have a right to celebrate. First time they exercise the demons. First time uh, since 1980 they got it done. That was good. Uh, a couple of bad beats. Magic Wizards under. It's also lose some. Went from 217 and a half down to 213 and a half. They scored 123 points in the second half, and it fell 218. And a tough push. 
Bruins-Canadians, the total was six. It was 4-1 in the second period. You only got one goal the rest of the way. 5-1 final there. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Thursday, get a 20% profit boost on college basketball. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Lakers lose again. In the loss, LeBron was great. That's nine out of his last 10 games. He's had at least 30 points, but not a lot of help. And listen, we're, we're almost to February. I mean, you might have to just face facts here. And what's not a down Western Conference that the Lakers might be in a playing round again? That wouldn't surprise me that much if they are. They're hovering around 500 right now. I think LeBron has been outstanding. Oh, Actually, yes. if you look at his numbers and just watch his play, and I've watched a lot of Lakers games recently. I think LeBron's been great. He's not the problem. Malik Monk has actually stepped up and provided some offense and uh, perimeter shooting, which the Lakers need. Malik Monk's been pretty good. I'd, I'd never liked the Russell Westbrook acquisition. I think he's no. a train wreck. Yeah. And um, the Lakers just not very good, Paul. In fact, pretty pretty bad on the defensive end of the floor. And I can't see that flaw getting fixed. Uh, don't bet the Lakers on the futures. That would be my advice. Okay. Updated uh, odds at Bet Rivers to win the Atlantic. The Nets are five dollars. The big win last night. Sixers plus three fifty. Central. Look at this now. The Bulls are even money. They were twelve mm-hmm. to one before the season. It is. I think. I think it's a six game lead or five game lead in the loss column. The Bulls over the Bucks. Yeah. But that comes down to motivation. I mean, that's not a goal for the Bucks. Right, right. I, I don't I mean, think the Brooklyn Nets or the Milwaukee Bucks are trying to get the number one seed. Yeah, The Bulls are a young team. Uh, a lot of guys who haven't won much in the playoffs and they're trying to get the number one seed. They went in the last night's game against Brooklyn, I think 27-10, and 10, first in the East. Yeah. That game was tied at 71 in the third quarter. Next thing you know, you look up and Brooklyn's got a 30-point lead. Uh, just I think last night was an example of how good the Nets can be when you have the big three on the floor together, that's about as good as I've seen them look in that third and fourth quarter, mm-hmm. first half of that fourth quarter last night. And, you know, the Bulls, that's as bad as they can play in that one stretch. You don't make too much out of one game. One game's not going to define a team one way or another, but you did see last night how good the Nets can look when uh, everything's firing. To win the Pacific, Golden State minus 140, the Suns minus 105. Who do you like better? I like the Warriors. Yeah, well, now you get Clay back, yeah. yeah. Uh, what are the Lakers? Two hundred and fifty to one now. Oh my God! Oh, Southeast Division: Miami minus seven dollars. Atlanta. What's wrong with Atlanta? They're not even in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I I, I think it has a lot to do with uh, kind of a uh, it's a personnel issue. Like they they have not been a full anywhere near full strength. I think for most of the season, and uh, also I just don't think they're a very good defensive team. Your best player, Trey mm-hmm. Young is one of the worst defensive players in the league. Atlanta 10 to 1, yeah. Hornets 10 to 1 as well. To win the Southwest, look at this. Memphis is now $3. They've won 10 in a row and Morant, That's stunning to me. MVP discussion. Yes. I well, agree. they also played well, that it's going to hurt them like Mitch said last week because they played so well when he was out, but this is I can't believe how well they're playing Dallas plus 150 by the way. Yeah, the the Grizzlies won I think 9 in a row or 9 out of 10 when John ja Morant was out, which stunned yep. me. I didn't think they could win like that without John ja Morant. Now they they played somewhat of a weak schedule in that stretch, but you're right. I think that would you think that would hurt his MVP case. Say, "Hey, this team won 9 out of 10 without you." Good. Sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero minus $4. Uh, we mentioned that we talked about that before the season. Six man and comeback player of the year, most improved, whatever you want to say. He's a four dollar favorite. 
Uh, Curry plus 140 for the MVP. Durant 2-1. to one. Freak 6-1. to one. Defensive player of the year. Draymond Green minus $2. Gobert 3-1. to one. Uh, Most improved. Ja minus 160. Uh, rookie of the year. Mobley's up to 160 now. Risking 160 to win 100 for our new friends. Barnes is 3-1. to one. Cunningham 5-1 to one for rookie of the year. You're caught up on on the markets there with the Cunningham NBA. five to one, no good. Cunningham's had a really good stretch of games. I thought he looked phenomenal a couple nights ago. Uh, five to one might be a little bit of value mm-hmm. on him. How strange is this Eric Weddle story? Pretty strange. I mean, does I mean, that tell you how desperate the Rams are? The guy's been out of the league for two and a half years. The, the Rams are trying to sign as many big name players as <laughs> yeah. possible. I yeah. think next thing they're going to do, they're going to bring Rod Woodson and Charles Woodson out of retirement <laughs> to play in the secondary. <laughs> it's not a good Rams defense no, right now no. either. And Jimmy G and the 49ers <laughs> exposed that 446 total yards, 449 yards, 6.7 yards per play in that game Sunday in week 18. Eric Weddle can probably help the Rams, but you're right. That, that's a sign of how desperate yep. this team is on defense. Yep. Right for all the money, Paulie and Matt Humans up next. I'll blow your mind with some great trends. And also tidbits from Point Spread Weekly and some great props, unbelievable and creative props that we'll get to coming up with the wild card weekend on Follow the Money, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21 playable in Jersey. Let's play Sugarhouse. I mean, we're going to run through everything in the next two days. Paul Charchian's on tomorrow. Ian Eagles on tomorrow. Adam Chernoff's on tomorrow. All the props are starting to come out. Uh, some just some great stuff at Bet Rivers. I mean, will Carr throw an interception? Yes, minus one thirty. Will the Raiders score in every quarter? Will so will so and so have an interception? I mean, this this is great stuff. And there's six six games. There's madness with all these props and over two hundred and fifty different ways to bet all these playoff games. Hey, you were talking about Jimmy G. If he doesn't throw a pick, you know the Niners are seven and zero when Jimmy right. G. does not throw a pick. That's right. Uh, Derek Carr. I would probably bet the yes. I think he's like going to throw a pick against the Bengals. Yep. Let's run through some of these and get point spread weekly. Uh, Mackin does a great job. Matt does a great job every week. But there's this, these tidbits on the wild card round specifically are dynamite, and you have to have, and some of them are astonishing. Um, as you mentioned yesterday, Matt, wild card round. The outright winner, 48-7-1 the last 56 games. Mm-hmm. Road teams, 15-3 and ATS the last four seasons. I think that's that's the one that jumped out of me, that yep. the road teams have had that much success. Yeah. Dogs last year, 4-2. and two. Overs, 4-2. and two. The previous three years, the unders were ten and two, and dogs were eleven and one ATS the last three years. Divisional rivals since two thousand three, head to head, the road teams eleven and three ATS. Home favorites of seven or more in this round, thirteen and two straight up since two thousand five. First time playoff coaches. This is a little uh, weird because you have uh, the Raiders play in the Bengals, 
So they collide there. But um, first-time playoff coaches, 8-1 and one straight up in ATS. Sirianni and Kingsbury fit that one. First-time quarterbacks, playoff quarterbacks, 32% ATS since 2004. Oh, they did go 3-0 and ATS last year. Mm-hmm. That's Mack, that's Hurts, but Carr and Burrow play each other. That's also Murray, first a quarterback making his first playoff start. AFC, last four road teams on Saturday, won and covered. Prior to last year, in the 3-6 games, 15-0-1 underrun. Huh. And the sixth seed is on a 7-1 and straight up and 8-0 ATS run. Cleveland beat Pittsburgh, and the Rams beat the Seahawks last year as six seeds. Six seeds this year, Patriots and who? 49ers. 49ers, that's right. Last nine years in this round, unders 26-11-1. If the road team wins, it's correlated. It's going under. When a road team wins, unders are 21-6-2. The last 31 games on Sunday, 23, have gone under the total. You also have some good stuff, too, with uh, playoff droughts. Last 16 games head-to-head, matching up teams with playoff droughts. The home team is 3-13 and 13 straight up and 2-14 and 14 ATS. That's, That's not good for the Bengals. The, right? Or the Cowboys. Yeah. That's right. And teams out of the playoffs, two-plus years, against repeat playoff teams on the road. 6-19 and 19 straight up, 6-18-1 ATS. That's the Patriots, Arizona, Philly. Some of these are uh, conflicting, but I wanted to pass those along uh, as well. Uh, good work by the crew. How many wild card teams will win wild card weekend? Over under two. Will a wild card team make the Super Bowl? Yes, plus 250. Will a wild card team win the Super Bowl? Yes, plus 550. Biggest point differential in any game this week, 20 and a half. You see a blowout? I think there's going to be one blowout. Would it be Tampa, or are you concerned about the weather? Well, the weather makes that, yeah. I, I think, that game a little bit more interesting. So, I don't know. Kansas but, City, I would think, also be another one. I, well, the first time the Chiefs played the Steelers, it was 36 to 10, and it could have been yeah. worse. So, that's probably your your main candidate with a 12 and a half point favorite. I could see, you see the Chiefs mm-hmm. winning that game by... Four touchdowns. The first Tampa game was was uh, that Thursday night in Philly, and they were in total control, and then they took it easy. Yeah. And then a late <clears throat> touchdown by Philly. They scored again, went for two, put it on six, and then Tampa was driving. They took a knee and ran the clock. Right, right. Eagles uh, got in the back door. Most points scored by any team this weekend, 40 and a half. Over. You, really? Okay. That's big. Four, someone's going to score 41 points, you think. I'll tell you what, here's the thing, that that Steelers defense, the perception is Pittsburgh has really good defense. Steelers defense stinks. It really does. And the Chiefs Mm -hmm. should light them up. So if there's going to be a blowout, if there's a team that's going to top 40 points, it's not going to surprise me Mm -hmm. if the Chiefs dropped uh, 40-something on Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, Will any game go to overtime? Yes, plus 250. Week eighteen, that cashed three times. That's right. Yeah, right? <laughs> these are these are the anti these are the anti fun props now. Uh-huh. Any game go to overtime? Yes, plus two fifty. No, minus four dollars. Will there be a walk off win? Yes, is even money. No, minus one forty. Mm. Will any team get shut out? Yes, is ten to one. 
I can't see that either. Uh, I mean, that you got some big totals too. Someone going to get shut out? Tough to bet on that. Yes. Will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown? Yes is minus eight dollars. No plus four fifty. There's a lot of quarterbacks I could see throwing pick sixes. Oh, there's no that question. Absolutely it's probably going to happen. Right, you, and I, you just can't lay eight dollars <laughs> no, on a prop. No, I would. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the other one too is I mentioned how bad these special teams are for some of these playoff teams. Will there be more close games or blowouts? Total games decided by ten plus points minus four dollars. Total games decided by three points or fewer is plus two fifty. Well, there's some good props there. Excellent. What do you think about the rumors now with, with coaching rumors? And what what could happen? Well, there's a couple things I keep mm-hmm. thing to keep uh, you have to keep an eye on here. So, uh, Michael Lombardi yesterday tweeted about Dan Quinn and the uh, Broncos job, and I, I, I spoke with Lombardi mm-hmm. a little bit about that yesterday, and uh, he thinks there's a strong chance that's going to happen. So, whatever the odds uh, that you can find out there that might be the best in the market, I would say jump on those. Dan Quinn to Denver looks like it's uh, the most likely right now. If you're trying to fit. Uh, the names into the vacancies. I think Dan Quinn to Denver is where you start, and Michael Lombardi's sources say uh, to look there first. So if you can get two to one, five to two, something like that on uh, Dan Quinn, that's probably the best bet. I really think the Giants would be smart to go for Brian, Brian Flores. I don't mm-hmm. know if the Giants are that smart. They made a lot of bad head coaching moves. Did you the, see Strahan Sunday? How ticked off he was at the organization. It be. It's, yeah. it's been an embarrassment. It's been get a outside giant, of your comfort zone. Yeah, a giant embarrassment. Uh, yep. the, I think the Chicago Bears should jump all over Brian Flores too. I mean, if, if he's got, he's the most established, I think, young winning coach on the market, and uh, I was pretty impressed what, with what he did with the Dolphins' defense. And like you said yesterday, you're winning seven games in a row with Tua as your quarterback. Uh, this guy's doing something right as a coach. He's four and two against Belichick uh, the last three years. I think Flores has got to be the top guy in the market. The Bears or the Giants have to jump on that guy. And oh, it looks son. like it's going to be Dan Quinn to Denver. I do, do think the Dolphins made a smart move. They requested an interview with Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. If you're looking for a young, you know, everybody was looking for the Sean McVay type of clone, right or wrong, Matt LaFleur, Zach Taylor, those type of guys. I think Kellen Moore is the next uh, guy like that who's going to get a head coaching job. Should the Raiders look at Kellen Moore? I think the Dolphins are probably smart to look in that direction. The Cowboys are going to have a tough time keeping him, Paul, because that, that's a guy I think uh, uh-huh. has got to get one of these open jobs, a creative offensive coach who's a young guy who could, uh, I think, be a home run type of hire for somebody. So uh, the Broncos have shown some interest in Kellen Moore. Uh, if I were him, I would not take the Jaguars I, job, even though a lot of people would say, hey, yeah, that's still attractive I, with Trevor Lawrence. and I, I got to uh, all the draft picks. What's that? Sorry, sir. I got to tell you, I think Jackson was going to hire O'Brien. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Want <laughs> I know how you feel about like, him. <laughs> I don't like Bill O'Brien. Uh, a couple uh, of things here because uh, we haven't. By the talked way, to... his play calling in the national championship game for Alabama oh. again, a disastrous. Yep. Yep. Why would you hire Bill O'Brien as your head head coach? What do you think about the Harbaugh stuff? There was a report that the Raiders were interested. He's yeah. the he's the favorite at one spot to go to Chicago, if well, he would leave Michigan. And jump. And the other thing you mentioned when mm-hmm. we talked about San Francisco, Dallas, Shanahan against McCarthy. Oh, 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 oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> right, right. Right. But the, and I talked about this with uh, Aaron Renning a couple nights ago, very sharp better. He goes, you know, that's true. But also you have to take into account that Mike McCarthy's not really coaching. 
the Cowboys. He's not the coordinator. The coordinators are coaching the Cowboys. Right. And he, McCarthy's just standing out there like a doofus, misusing the timeouts and mismanaging the clock. And trying 55-yard field goals, right. though, too. And that's but the way that's he him. can screw up a game. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for more sports betting uh, sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. we got a big one Saturday with the Premier League card. Man City plays Chelsea. A full EPL card this weekend and a matchup tomorrow. We'll run it down with Nigel Seeley next. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Series of uh, CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Weekly spot with the GOAT, Nigel Seeley, at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. Big Premier League card this weekend. There's a match Friday. We have Man City and Chelsea at 4.30 in the morning Pacific time to kick it off on Saturday and more matches on Sunday, and he joins us now. Thanks. How are you? How you been? I'm very well. Happy New Year to you. It's like ages that I've spoken to you, Paulie. How are you? All right, good. Well, we didn't have action the past weekend, so, uh, past week, so we didn't get a chance to talk to you. Take us through the big ones. Now, you nailed it. You're right. It's over. Man City's going to win the Prem again. It's a huge lead now, uh, running away from everybody. But what do you think of City versus Chelsea? Well, there's a couple of big games in the Premier League this weekend. Obviously, this one's massive at the top of the table, but it's probably not as big for Manchester City, as you would expect for the reason. I think they've won the Premier League title. They've got an unbelievable run of winning their last 11 Premier League matches. And I think they're the only side really capable of doing that kind of run. They've got that unbelievable run and they get the title in the bag. It's a bigger game for Chelsea. 
I think it's a much bigger game for Chelsea. Chelsea need to cement that second place. And if they do win this game, they they may think they've got a chance of catching Manchester City. I don't think they have. Mm. But they're the top two in the Premier League. There's 10 points separating, which is the same gap between Chelsea in second and Tottenham in sixth. That shows you what a gap that Manchester City have pulled away at the top of the table. But there is something leaning to me towards this Chelsea price. Bet Rivers are plus 440. I think that's too big. Um, I know they haven't really played that well in recent weeks, but they're unbeaten in 11 matches. Uh, they had an incident with Lukaku falling out with the manager. He's come back, said he wants to, he's committed to the team. And I just feel that plus 440 is too big odds for Chelsea because out of the two sides, they are the ones that have to win. Manchester City don't really have to win this game. Um, I probably wouldn't bet them at plus 440, but I certainly would bet them on the handicap plus a goal, plus 0.75 goals. Because it's too big. And if you look back in recent matches between these two sides, Chelsea have done really well. I know they lost 1-0 in the reverse fixture earlier this season. But in the last five matches before that defeat, Chelsea have won four of them. And the manager, Tuchel, seems to have Guardiola's number. Mm. Chelsea are a very physical side. Man City don't like physicality. You give them time on the ball, they'll destroy you. I think they'll have a tactic. I just think 440 is too big a price for Chelsea. Because... As I say, Man City have the title wrapped up and um, it's a much more important game for Chelsea than it is Man City. Okay. Could Chelsea, as you mentioned many times, Chelsea doesn't concede. I mean, could they score early and park the bus? Is that possible? Well, that's what they've done before against Manchester City. They frustrated Manchester City. The trouble is they have started to concede goals in recent weeks. At the start of the season, they didn't. Um, but I, I just feel purely from a value perspective, the odds are wrong. I think Man City shouldn't be minus 140, I've seen some books, and, and Chelsea shouldn't be plus 440. I don't think there's that much of a gap between the two sides in one in a one-off match. But I think the better way to play it for more professionals and people who are, who, are, who are bigger bettors would be to bet Chelsea on the handicap getting one goal start. Because if Man City do win it, mm -hmm. I can't see them winning by more than one goal. Okay, excellent. Uh, take us through the rest of the card. Uh, some totals. Is the nil-nil detector out? Take it away, please. Well, I tell you, the, the three big games in the Premier League are definitely Manchester City against Chelsea, which we spoke about. The other big game is at the bottom of the table where uh, Newcastle hosts Watford. And this is a huge, huge match on the bottom of the table. If Newcastle win, uh, they give themselves a chance of survival. Watford are in absolute turmoil at the moment. They've lost their last seven games, conceded 20 goals in those last seven games. That's the problem. So Newcastle v uh, Watford at the bottom of the table. Newcastle, embarrassingly, were beaten by Cambridge last week in the FA Cup. They got beaten by a side from League One in English football. Um, but it's all about survival for them. And they've spent a huge amount of money since the last Premier League game. They brought in Kieran Trippier uh, from Atletico Madrid, a defender. They just brought in Chris Wood, top goal scorer for Burnley as a striker, 25 million. So it's a new look Newcastle side. The one thing I, fancy, I think will happen in this game is I think both sides will really go all out for the win. And I just can't see how there's not goals in Newcastle against Burnley. Both teams to score is a yes. Mm. Over two and a half goals, definitely a yes. Probably low odds, but you've got to fancy that. Tottenham against Arsenal is the other big game in London. It's a North London derby. There's only a few miles separating these two clubs. And there's hardly anything separating them in the league table as well. Uh, Tottenham are the marginal favourites. They have a much better recent record in this fixture. They're unbeaten in the last seven against Arsenal. The last time Arsenal won this was in 2014, but I'm quite slightly leaning towards a draw in this game. Tottenham played last night against Chelsea in the League Cup, and Arsenal played this evening against Liverpool. 
two big games and to have a big match like this so close to those big games, I think the draw potentially is the better value of the three outcomes. In the other games, I'll give you my strongest play mm-hmm. on stats. Wolves are playing Southampton. Um, Wolves have been very low scoring. If you look at their matches, nine of their last 10 matches have cashed under two and a half goals. But they've been the draw specialists at half time in the Premier League this season. If you look at their results at half time, so at the 45 minute mark, when the game goes to the interval, that's considered half time. In 19 Premier League games this season, their games have been drawing in 13. So 13 of 19 have been a draw at half time. You can get plus 110 on the games that be a draw at half time. We know they don't score many goals. We know when they do score, it's in the second half. I think Wolves Southampton to be a draw at half-time is a great bet. I touched on it earlier. Burnley have sold their best player. Their, their centre-forward, Chris Wood, has gone to Newcastle. So where are they going to score goals? I can't see where they're going to score goals. They play Leicester uh, in a must-win match for Burnley. Uh, Leicester playing well at the moment. They beat Liverpool 1-0. They scored three against Manchester City, but unfortunately for them, Manchester City scored six. But I think Leicester at plus 155 to beat Burnley is definitely a little bit of value. And my final play is West Ham against Leeds. Leeds are absolutely decimated by injuries. I think they've got eight or nine players out injured. West Ham are on a four-match winning run. They've got a guy, Jared Bowen, who scored two goals last night against Norwich, who's on the fringes of the England team. They're looking really good. They're up to fourth in the Premier League. They played in the Cup last week, and West Ham won 2-0. And I think West Ham covered the one-goal handicap again. Uh, You can bet West Ham to win the match at minus 155. Uh, minus 148 with some books. But West Ham minus one, uh, which is a push if they win by exactly one, at minus 110 would be my play there. So the three bets for me I like in the Premier League. Wolves against Southampton to be a draw at halftime. Leicester to beat Burnley. Burnley without their top goal scorer and their best player has been sold to Newcastle. And West Ham minus one against Leeds. All right, great stuff, Nigel Seeley. You've been great on this show the past few years on your uh, soccer plays. I'm going to give you a tip because I know you love McDonald's. Uh, When you go there and you order the fries, always ask for the fries well done. Because at McDonald's, if you ask for the fries well done, you know you're going to get them hot and crispy. You don't want white, soggy fries. Uh, I know you're a fast food guy. We've talked about it some on this show in the past. What are your favorite and least favorite French fries? This is a tease to what Paul and I are going to talk about the next hour. Well, we don't really have as many uh, a wide, varied selection of um, fast food outlets like you do in America. We're very limited to what we do. I'm not a big fan of big, chunky wedges or big, chunky fries. I like slim French fries. And I think you hit the nail on the head exactly there. When you get those French fries from McDonald's, they've got to be piping hot. They've got to be fresh. Yeah. If you get the fries, they could they go from number one in my list to number 50 on my list, depending on the, on, on the, on the service you've got. But I think you're being a little bit um, – the level of customer service we have over here isn't that great. So if I ask for my French fries at home, <laughs> uh, McDonald's waitress or waiter, I think I'll find that I'll have uh, some ashes in the thing, black ash rather than eat hot fries. <laughs> I don't think we've got the same level of customer service that you do, I'm afraid, Matt. Oh, man. Well done. A terrific breakdown on the fries and the soccer. Boy, you took a bad beat too because I know you like to find these these juicy tidbits and nuggets you gave out Man U Wolverhampton nil nil, and that ten to one, and there was a goal late. Yeah, that was the last time I was on. I mean, it goes back to that wall, but it was a draw again at half time. I mean, yeah, right. Drawing at half time is a brilliant stat. The goals, Wolves just don't concede any goals. 
So at half time, they're very, very, they open up in the second half. And that's what happened in that game. Wolves scored in the second half. But at half time, it was drawing again. Manchester United are very poor. If you look at Manchester United this week, they're playing against Aston Villa, I think it is. I mean, don't think Man United are going to be scoring the goals they have over the years. They're a very poor side. And the odds makers are still betting them as though they were a team challenging for the Premier League title. But uh, yeah, we hit the bar, we hit the crossbar on that one. Hopefully we get some money back. But uh, look at that draw. The other thing about Wolves-Southampton game is the two met earlier in the season and it was 2-2. And it was a draw at halftime as well in that game. It was 1-1 at the halftime whistle. Our odds against or even money, the stats say 13 of 19. It's the wrong price. Great job. Uh, good to have you back on, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, friend. Thank you. All the best. There he is. Give him a follow at Sealy underscore Nigel on Twitter for all his plays. Nigel Sealy. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. You can combine same game parlays from different games to give even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can make your ideal combo playable in Jersey as Play Sugar House. When you have a gift, you must share it with the people. Nigel Seeley's got a gift for soccer handicap. We have Matt Eumann's top 10 fast food French fry power rating straight ahead on Follow the Money. Bet River Sports. Bet River Sports. Bet River Sports. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.